0: not talk about the fact that i lost by 0.1 points to dominic welcome back Ugh. welcome back to trap door to hell not start over what, what podcast are we doing sorry podcast. i've had a few drinks uh <laughs> let me redo that welcome back to points and doinks episode number 11 11 because we plus, plus two the week right Plus two, that, yeah. going into week backwards. nine that's what we figured out last week Week eleven or week. number eleven going into week nine, Tyler talked shit to Dominic on Twitter and lost by whoa, point whoa, whoa, one whoa, whoa, point.
1: Whoa. I never talk shit to Dominic on Twitter. Dominic has been talking all this shit to me. I knew not to talk shit. I didn't have my two first round picks.
0: I saw it on the I saw it on the Twitter machine. You saw
1: what? Pull up the tweet.
0: Oh, he deleted it.
1: I didn't. Do you think I delete tweets? Please yeah. back me up. I didn't. I didn't talk shit to Dominic on the Twitter. Uh, I cannot confirm nor de- nor the nor deny this.
0: That but, Kurt oh, was talking shit to me. My bad, couldn't re- couldn't didn't read that right. Dominic uh, talked shit to me. That was Dominic talking shit to Ty Gundy. Apologies. Yes. All right, get out of here now.
1: Okay. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Tyler once again out with the simp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Although uh, we do get to record normally tomorrow, Trapdoor to Hell. So that's uh Breath of fresh air, because I almost had to scramble for somebody else. Cheese, sorry, that intro was kind of funky there. How That's are okay. you doing? It's just
1: like a trapdoor intro, I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, all over the place, nobody knows what's going on. That's how it rolls. How are you doing, buddy?
1: Travis, I'm doing okay. A little stressed. Come talk to me next week, and we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Stressed about what? What exactly?
1: You know, just just
0: just life. Things in general. I hear that. (coughs) I'll drink to that one right there, buddy. Oh, sorry. Nobody can watch this. I'm taking a swig of beer. So this is is points and doinks um, drinking edition for Travis. I've had a few. So like I mentioned at the top of the episode, if that gets in, I really don't know. Anyways, how'd you do this week in fantasy?
1: I did phenomenal. I crushed my opponent. It's the fantasy gods repaying me for you just fucking demolishing me. And after Tyler Lockett went off, Dalvin cook decided to top him, And of course this week you didn't do so hot in our league. So
0: we just missed each other. Like a ships in the night. I didn't do. I, um, I didn't do good in any leagues except for one, one. I absolutely blew a guy out of the water, by like, well, he had a bad week too. He only scored like 70 points, but I beat him by almost his score. Like it was that much, but rest of the leagues was absolute trash besides all the injuries and stuff going on. And, and the bye weeks uh, most of my players were playing in inclement weather that I did not realize when we recorded last week was going to happen. Yeah. that, That was kind of the
1: theme of a lot of games, kickers, throwing the ball just all over the place. But I guess I just kind of lucked out because even our league in general, I think it was like me and another person had a good week, but everyone else was very low scoring. And I think the weather had something to do with that.
0: In our in our league, that is very much saying something too. We are in a super high scoring league together, that is. The other leagues for me, not so much. It's still bad. But anyways, let's get into um you want to get right into some waiver picks for the uh for this going into week nine here? Sure. So not not a lot of you know big
1: time, you know, you plug these guys in, they're gonna win you your week. but It's kind of a lot of just maybe fill-ins for the bye. Uh the 49ers continue to deal with injuries. J. Michael hasty available around 50% of the league. Some people maybe picked him up last week. He did. Okay. He, you know, still got uh he touched jerk McKinnon. Both of them were able to get into the end zone, but now with Tevin Coleman down one less person you have to worry about It is a Thursday night game. So you have to kind of make a quick decision on that one. But uh Jermichael hasty is probably going to be the lead back over there in San Francisco against a terrible 40 or a uh, green Bay Packers run defense.
0: Yeah, for sure. The Green Bay run defense. We've seen what Dalvin Cook did this week. They absolutely just ran all over him. So I expect that game to go very similar. similarly. Um, for running backs, I had uh, one of them being Damian Harris, only owned in 31% of the leagues, the running back for uh, New England. Last We talked about him for the last couple of weeks, I believe, coming back off an of injury, and he seems to be the lead back over there in New England, and I think that if New England wants to get back on any kind of track, they're going to have to get the run game going. So he seems to be the primary back, so that's kind of a guy you're looking at. Also, Zach Moss, owned in 36% of leagues in Buffalo. Now, you know, me and Tyler, big Devin Singletary guys coming into the year, what we're seeing right now is basically split time. But the difference is Zach Moss is getting most of the red zone carries. So he's got a little higher upside for him um, for the Buffalo Bills. And then um Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins from why am I missing the team? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Um he's a very much a flyer option. I wouldn't if you need somebody this week, he's not your waiver guy. Uh, 1% of leagues. like I said, not owned at all. He got quite a bit of touches and with what's going on with Jonathan Taylor, you have to see what that Colts offense is going to be doing more. But if you have a spot and you're looking to just grab somebody to maybe sit on him and see what he does, Jordan Wilkins is a guy at running back.
1: Yeah. That, that Colts Steve def- or Colts running back situation. We thought it was going to be Jonathan Taylor there is rumors and speculation that he was hurt, so maybe he gets on the right track. He can maybe get a little healthier, but Naeem Hines and Wilkins were able to, to uh, you know, take a lot of touches away. Another running back, another Thursday night game. we got Dexter Williams. We, this is all kind of precedented on what's up with Aaron Jones and his calf injury. We have A.J. Dillon testing positive for COVID, and because uh, Jamal Williams, the backup who was filling in for Aaron Jones, doing a very good job, he – was deemed you know high contact tracing and everything like that so both of those guys won't be on so if aaron Jones isn't playing dexter williams seemingly would will be the lead back there kind of a tough matchup against the 49ers but we've seen that offense for the green bay packers they can do you know just fine against pretty much any defense and i think you know catching the ball ppr he'll be good
0: yeah do you have any wide receivers that you're looking at this week Let's see
1: wide receivers. I think Corey Davis, you know, I think he's kind of one of the guys that's over 50%, I believe, but uh, he's steadily, I think quietly had a pretty good season thus far. And then another, you know, not receivers, but pass catchers. We have uh, George Kittle.
0: real quick on Corey Davis um, the last two or three weeks, I believe he scored double double digit fantasy points. So like, A definite flex option if you don't have him on your team. That's a If you're questioning it, Corey Davis, definite flex option for sure.
1: And then the tight end position, it's always just kind of crazy over there. But with George Kittle out, Jordan Reed coming off of IR, could get plugged into that offense. He had a good, I think, week or two when uh, Kittle was out earlier in the season. But he's a good plug-and-play guy. And if uh, Reed isn't available or going to play, then we got Ross Dwelly could possibly get in there he had a, one catch last week but it was a touchdown so the 49ers can find touches for their tight ends
0: yeah they they like to get the ball there especially in the red zone short passes are easy for them and they design plays very well so yeah i was going to mention jordan reed i'm glad that you had the um uh, the backup too because jordan reed is still de- dealing with his injuries i also have uh for wide receivers marvin jones now marvin jones Surprisingly, about 50% of leagues on him. So, like he kind of he kind of just misses the cutoff, but Kenny <coughs> God damn it. Kenny, sorry, I apologize. I took a shot earlier and I had a hiccup while I was taking the shot, so it went down the wrong pipe. So I've got just whiskey burning in my air hole. <laughs> <coughs> Keep that in, don't cut that out. Uh Marvin Jones Kenny Galladay is going out so Marvin Jones is going to plug right in in the Lions offense that needs to throw the ball to stay in games and then uh, Randall Cobb from uh, Houston Texans back off a of buy a lot of people have dropped him if they owned him before he's not a very high percentage owned but Texans defense is bad and they need to stay in games by throwing the ball so especially with buys going on, he's a very much an option. And then I have one quarterback on here and What's it's going to go quarterback. It's going to go against a lot of things. I say it's not Derek Carr, but <laughs> Kirk cousins is a quarterback. Now listen, listen very closely. You only want Kirk cousins. If one of your quarterbacks is on by, and if the other one has a bad matchup, The only reason Kirk Cousins is anywhere near this conversation is because he's playing at home against a bad Lions team. He's going to put up at least one touchdown. He does it every time. One touchdown guaranteed. Now, the yardage, iffy. But if you're on low, 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 Kirk Cousins out there only 15% of leagues.
1: And I was getting excited. I thought you were going to bring up Derek Carr because I think Derek Carr did not have a good game last week. But that I think was because of the inclement weather over there in Cleveland going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers this week. It's indoors. Chargers have a good front, so maybe they can shut down Josh Jacobs. So maybe the uh, Raiders have to throw the ball a lot more. So I think as a plug and
0: play guy, obviously not a set and forget it type guy. Derek Carr, I think, is a good matchup play. No, I had, man. remember, I mentioned last week that I like Derek Carr as a fantasy quarterback during these bye week stuff. I don't like him as a quarterback for the Raiders in total, but that's on the other podcast. All right, you got any other waiver options for people this week? Uh, If we're going to go real flyer,
1: the New England Patriots, not very good. You're probably not going to start anybody, but Jacoby Myers, got Julian Edelman out there on IR, so... You know, just if you're really desperate, very deep leagues, that's kind
0: of a guy to look out for. I like that. It's a good pool, buddy. Um, yeah, no. So let's go ahead and get into some of the uh, recap. I have a couple of notes written down here. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about DJ Dallas in Seattle. What do we think of him going forward in fantasy? I think really anybody on that Seattle
1: team team offensively wise is going to be a startable person if they're starting i think maybe the tight ends we're seeing maybe not they're going to really want to utilize uh dk metcalf and tyler lockett so i think maybe you know dump offs russ trying to you know get out of the pocket and just kind of dumping off to the wider uh, to the running back i think uh dj dallas definitely a viable option carlos hyde was supposed to maybe play but he came in questionable chris carson you know He's just one of those plug-and-play guys, RB2, flex option, if you're lucky.
0: Yeah, no, especially because of the issues with Chris Carson. And who's the other guy? I'm sorry. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde being on.
1: Everyone's injured over
0: there. Yeah, they're all injured and stuff like that. But I thought DJ Dallas looked pretty good. So if you're looking, that's an option. And the Seahawks D look to be revitalized against the Niners. Do you take that as the Niners offense being lackluster or the Seahawks uh, making improvements? Because we talked about they did go out and pick up. uh, What's his name from Cincinnati? Carlos Dunlap. Yep, there you go. I'm just pulling all the names right now. I appreciate. Mean, I appreciate you because I am not gonna have it.
1: That's all right. I'll, I'll forget like Patrick Mahomes' name later on in the podcast. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I think when it comes down to the Seahawks' defense, I think it's still a defense you can exploit. I mean, we saw Nick Mullins at the end put up some points. Yeah, it's garbage time, and everything like that. But. I mean, they're kind of they're injured, you know. Jimmy G and George Kittle going down—that's off. That's definitely going to affect the offense. So, you know, maybe the Seattle defense will look a little bit better. But I, I think as long as they just kind of hold their opponents under thirty points, that's really all they need to do because Russ and that offense can run it with them.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I wanted to talk about because last week we talked about what we thought of Lev Bell's uh, arrival to. Kansas City and what that would do to CH's number now both of them didn't put great numbers up against the Jets but it seemed to be a lot of through the air from watching that game but it they did split time exactly not not numbers wise and yards wise but time exactly they split so what what's going on there what do you th- what do you think is going on there excuse me
1: I think this is good news for Le'Veon Bell. Probably bad news for C.E.H. owners because you've probably drafted him so high in you know top ten. But I think last week was also kind of another one of those weird games to where they they played the Jets. They were having such you know dominance in the air. They just kept doing that. And with C.E.H., I think Le'Veon Bell is definitely going to be more of the pass down back. But we're seeing C.E.H. you know be implemented a little bit in the red zone. So if it's 50-50, that's good for Le'Veon Bell, but it's not good for C.H. because you wanted him to be the, the bell cow over there.
0: Yeah, I. T- speaking of a guy, as a guy who drafted C.H. in a lot of my leagues, he was a first-round draft pick. So that hurts because of that, but I think he's going to have si- – they're going to have similar numbers that, um, for example, for example, uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb had at the beginning of the season. Thank you so much. Um, so I, like, it's upsetting that I had to draft so much capital on CH, but at the same token, I've ended up winning because I might've spent that draft pick on Michael Thomas, or I might've spent that draft pick on, well, I would, me personally never would draft like Lamar Jackson that early, but some people did. So you're not in terrible shape. I think they're going to figure it out and figure what works out for both of them. Um, anyways, we talk about it almost every week, and I think it's because of the. Oh, hold up, hold up. Before I get on to the next topic, <laughs> I'm going on a little side tension. How stupid was that Patrick Mahomes carrying Ty Ty, Tyreek Hill halfway down the fucking field?
1: I mean, it was just so cute. Tyreek Hill just riding Patrick Mahomes. I remembered his name. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was, I mean, it, it's kind of dumb, but and as the loser, Flashes yeah. his tits at me. I, yeah, I, You know, he said he can't do the podcast, but he's on the podcast a lot right now. Hey,
0: he keeps coming, walking in here. Seems seems to check out. But uh, yeah, no, the, I, I saw it happen and I was like, oh, my God, dude, what are you? First of all, the, the ownership has to be like. Dude, what are you doing? You you're our golden boy.
1: Well, first, Tyra killer shouldn't jump the barricade and, you know, go near the fans for a celebration kid.
0: did you see the second thought of it when he like he got like three he got like three rows from where the fans are and then he stopped and realized what he was doing that was hilarious little side tangent that's what you get when uh you get a uh, drinking travis on the show all right let's move on to what i was talking about so every week we talk about him let me pick out where pick back where where i was every week we talk about him and i think it's because of the amount of people that are drafted from this team and the high stock that was taken in this offense, the fucking Cowboys, man. Say the name. Ben God damn. This team cannot figure it out. Do we even even take, like, I'm at the point where I'm, if I'm giving advice, I'm going, I'm telling these people, besides Ezekiel Elliott, And depending on your tight end situation, if you have Dalton Schultz or if you have a better tight end, you're not starting any of these guys until they show signs of life. What do you think?
1: I mean, yeah, when we did the previews last week, I was like, you know, Zeke and Amari Cooper. That's probably the two guys you're going to start. But I think even now you got to drop down Amari Cooper to be a matchup play.
0: He's he's a flex option matchup play. It's absolutely ridiculous how much they tanked. And I know Andy Dalton wasn't out, and he's and he's going to be out because they put him on the fucking COVID injured list now. It's ridiculous. So we got a couple more weeks of Ben DiNucci.
1: Well, there's reports out there that that they might go with Cooper Rush as their starter this week. So watch out for that. <laughs> that guy's name is
0: really Cooper Rush.
1: I believe so. I just look. I looked up Benjanuchie on the internet just to because I knew I saw that they were looking for the backup to the backup, and I guess
0: that's what his name is. That's the Water Boy. That name. That name actually no. Fuck it. That name sounds like a Disney Channel original movie about a football player, and that's the that's his name. It's Cooper Rush. <laughs> so they're <laughs>
1: looking at either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper I, Rush. I, I, Two I've heard very Garrett-
0: real sounding names. I've heard Garrett Gilbert before double G double G I mean he's got to have good good luck uh, anyway so yeah no I think we both agree that that's that Josh Jacobs had a good day on the ground um, against Cleveland in high winds do we expect that to keep continuing I, I mean I think with the inclement
1: what are you they definitely wanted to rely more on Josh Jacobs. So, I mean, it was definitely a return to form from last year and what you probably drafted him to be. So that's definitely a good sign. The Browns' defense isn't really the best in the world, so I think that's also kind of a matchup play. But as I kind of said, I think Derek Carr is going to have better days. So maybe Josh Jacobs goes down a little bit from what he did this week, but I think overall, if they have a good game plan, Josh Jacobs (laughs) will... You know, if, if Derek Carr and they're not behind enough and they need and they can run the ball, because I think that's exactly what uh see, I, I told you I was gonna forget the name. What's the head coach's name for the Rangers? John Gruden. There we go. See, I, I cash it in early.
0: Hey, I if, got you, I got you.
1: I got you too. If John Gruden, you know, if they're in the game, John Gruden wants to run the ball, and I think that's
0: what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, for sure. I think this was nice for people who had drafted Jacobs, and I was just kind of looking for a little hope let he would return to the same form last year. Um, it's going to keep being steady. I was just, you know, because people who have Josh Jacobs, that's their number one guy. They're not starting anybody else over. him. Like he still puts up numbers every week. So it was kind of just a little topic. Um, now on the opposite side of the token from the Cowboys, if you're flipping a quarter, the heads of the Cowboys, the tails, I think is the Bengals. They've cemented themselves in fantasy as People in that, in that, on that team need to be started. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, Joe Burrow, I mean, I think Justin Herbert is getting a lot of love right now, deservedly so, but I think Joe Burrow is just right there with them. Both of them are probably the two finalists for rookie of the year. Uh, and then, you know, spreading the love around AJ Green. He had a flash of two weeks and now he kind of fell off, but I think it's to what you said. They have so many weapons over there that offensively they have to throw the ball because that defense is trash. And then Joe Mixon's not even there. But, Giannari, but Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard, Bernard yeah. is able to kind of just step in and, and fill the role.
0: Yeah, T. Higgins and uh, John Ross, right? John Ross? Because John Brown's Buffalo guy, correct? Mm-hmm. So is John Ross. Those guys have cemented themselves as, like, guys you need to have in your lineup, whether it's flex, whether it's wide receiver two, um, even in the case of where you need them as wide receiver one. Those guys need to be playing. The Bengals have been in most games they played it. Uh, I did. They play the Steelers yet. I can check right. And I believe I don't think they played the Steelers yet. I may be mistaken though, because that would be the only matchup I'm worrying about because that is divisional. And the Steelers defense is very for real.
1: I'm checking the tape.
0: Check the, check the tape, buddy. Check the tape.
1: They have not, but they're okay. going to they're going to face them next week off the bye.
0: I knew it was coming up soon because uh, I, I was pretty sure they hadn't played each other. So that's the only matchup that I'm nervous about. But so, where, so, where... So I
1: have I have the I have the schedule right in front of me. So after Pittsburgh, Washington, kind of tough defense, but you kind <laughs> of like that. New wow. York, Miami, that's kind of tough. They go up against Dallas. You're going to like that. And then 16, which might be the final for some people they're facing houston so that's definitely a good playoff matchup yeah for for you guys out there
0: yeah Bengals guys if you if you got in on the Bengals receivers and stuff like that early you are very happy and you're lined up those guys need to be starting at this point until they show something different um and then final note i have here is and this is kind of a far right a far stretch what do you think is going to happen with the Bears quarterbacks? Because we've seen another bad performance from Nick Foles this week. Do you think Matt Nagy will go back to Trubisky?
1: I, I feel like you, you can't. I know we're, this is probably gonna be more of a real football talk, but it's like if you, you had. Well, it guy,
0: affects, it, well, hold up, Sorry. I, I, think, affects, I think
1: regardless, you're not starting them. It's going to affect the wide receivers more. It's got Allen Robinson. It, it,
0: it, In a deeper league, in a deeper league, some people have to have Nick Foles on their team. So that that's where I was going with that. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: I think from a fantasy perspective, I think you probably want Nick Foles on your team just because he's the veteran. He might not turn it over as much. But then Mitch Trubisky, you know, a little more athletic and get you maybe a little more rushing yards. I, I think no matter what, it's probably not a good situation over there. For the bears and i mean if you have to start them if you're like in a 16 team two quarterback league or something like that then i guess go for it but yeah you're definitely not looking for matchups with the bears
0: yeah no 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 As somebody who tried to stream nick Foles in one of his leagues this week does not work out well <laughs> that's that's very much for sure it was a it was a bad week so uh unless you have any other notes to recap this last week do you have anything? Nope. Just, you, a remi- that- just
1: a reminder that Dominic and Tyler went out against each other this week, and Dominic beat Tyler by 0.1 points. It literally came down to the very end of where Tom Brady knelt. That's how crazy and close it was.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. He was sitting here sweating on the couch. Meanwhile, I was eating I was eating cookie dough and icing, as to show on Trump, Dirt Hill Facebook page. Cheap plug right there. Uh, <coughs> excuse me by the well by the way real quick i just want to talk to you about this because i have a verbal meme that goes with it whims the wide receiver from the bears who beat the shit out of the guy Well, not hilarious I, know say, I don't i don't say he beat the shit up i mean you know gave him two little bitch laps i tried to i tried to get my uh i tried to get ty gundy to create a meme where we put trapdoor to hell over the over uh whims and then curveballs and chair shots over your guys's and then like basketball game over the top. And it's just uh, just punching your helmet in, but he, he he didn't want to do it.
1: More real football talk. I feel like no one's talking about that's the same (laughs) dude that Michael Thomas bitch slapped. Like this this dude's a prick.
0: Yeah, no, no, there's something going on there. Uh, We'll leave that for the regular podcast. I just wanted to, I really just wanted to say the verbal meme to your face. That's all I did that for. (laughs) I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. Can't wait for this
1: two-on-two basketball game in slides. It's in be, slides
0: now, it's gonna be phenomenal. It's gonna be great. I gotta get. I'll, I'll get some cameras out so we can record it. How's it sound? Coming live on Facebook Live. <laughs> I'll just set my laptop down. All right. Anyways, let's move on. Sorry, sidetracking. Uh, Thursday night game. All right. Let's talk about matchups in the Thursday night game. We got the Green Bay Packers in Santa Clara to face the 49ers. What do you see from this matchup? What do you got? So I think
1: we talked a little bit about or a lot about it on the waiver pickups with the Jermichael Hasty. I think if he is, I think him and Jerick McKinnon both have value, but I think Hasty will be the lead back and the 49ers definitely want to establish that run and that Green Bay defense we thought was a little bit better than what they did uh, last season. We saw, I mean, in the NFC Championship game, the 49ers ran down the Green Bay Packers' throats and they probably want to do it again, especially because they're playing with the backup. So I think, it's gonna depend on what the running game of the 49ers can do against the Green Packers. And then Aaron Jones, his health status is up in the air.
0: Yeah. Uh Devontae Adams is healthy for this game, right? I believe so. Yeah, there's nothing so far as of recording this, there's nothing going on with Devontae Adams. So obviously him, Aaron Rodgers is a start. Um, but I'm not looking for them to have huge numbers. The 49ers defense, although what Seattle did to them, is still strong. So I think that it'll be limited numbers, but I think they're still going to put up numbers that are starter available, of course. Uh, Let's go on to Sunday here. The Washington football team almost said the other name is hosting the New York Giants. Now, we've seen these NFC East matchups, and they've been very shitty, both fantasy and regular football. Do you see any fantasy productivity coming out of this game?
1: I think the most productivity might come from the defenses. I think both of these defenses are definitely streamable. With my defense being the Rams, I'm looking at this game to maybe picking one. And I think there is some viable uh, fantasy relevance. I we've seen them. They played a couple weeks ago was very low scoring. So, I mean, Terry McLaurin, he's kind of a a must start at this point. And then New York is kind of a, you know, a dart throw. If you're feeling lucky, you know, start one of them. I think Evan Ingram, he's kind of a must start just because tight ends are so bad, but I think Terry McLaurin is kind of the only for sure guy you're starting out in this whole game.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um,
1: and Antonio I, Gibson, he's he's had a good season, or at least he had a good game against the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Uh deeper leagues and stuff like that. I want to see what Wayne Gallman's um opportunities are gonna be in this game because I think that could be a matchup that would expose the football team. But besides that, and besides what you said, there's not much else going on here. Uh so next game is the Tennessee Titans hosting the Chicago Bears the Titans defense got exposed against the Bengals, while the bears defense actually stays strong. So what, what do you, do you see any highlights in this? What do you got?
1: I think the only bear you're going to really want to start is Robinson and then Montgomery, obviously, but uh, I think Tennessee, they have a lot of good offensive weapons, Ryan Tannehill. I've been kind of high on him. I, maybe if you have a better option, maybe look somewhere else. Cause the bears have been pretty good. I mean, Drew Brees was able to put up points, but I think Ryan Tannehill may be someone to maybe look away from this week.
0: I'm going to go out here and say this because what I see from the Bears is that the Nick Foles uh, hype train is starting to leave the station and the defense is being tired of uh, is tired of being on the field so long. I actually think the Titans are going to have a phenomenal day through the air and on the ground titans players need to start the bears are going to be tired it's going to be a shit show i believe so what what do you take my word as who cares (coughs) uh next game is the lions detroit lions visiting minnesota to play the vikings
1: yeah two, two kind of below average teams with some high powered offenses so this could be kind of a high scoring matchup so i think if you i think running backs on the lions you kind of want to stay away from because it's kind of a three-headed monster over there. And you really don't know what you're going to get, but uh, I think everybody else is kind of a, a start this week.
0: I talked about last week, Deandre Swift, how I thought he was a, a, a running back to flex play going on, uh going forward, excuse me, not going on. And that I think he should stay that way. I think this week the matchup plays favorably. Matthew Stafford is going to get him down the field in a high-scoring game, and then DeAndre Swift is going to punch it in. I feel like that's how the game goes to so DeAndre Swift. One to look out for for sure. Um, On to – I say um too much. Now I'm thinking about everything. God damn it. The Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Carolina Panthers. This is a strange one. Jeez, what do you got?
1: Uh, CMC still just kind of lingering out there don't know if he's going to come back or not but uh i think the panthers are going to be able to put up a fight i think curtis samuel a guy out there we didn't talk about on waivers but i think he's a guy to look out for and pick up he's almost kind of like robert woods they look to implement him both in the running game and in the passing game so he can get a lot of touches and maybe can sneak into the end zone with the kansas city chiefs defense that at times we've seen if they have a you know facing a good enough offense can be had sometimes
0: Leah, last week i thought that um I had mentioned that DJ Moore was gonna get start to see more action and it's just it's just not happening. So I really don't have a feel on the Panthers offense. But the Chiefs, I want to talk about real quick. Michael Hardman. I think he has two or three weeks with a touchdown straight. So they're starting to get deeper in that playbook and implement them more. I don't know with Lev Bell in an extra week if that's gonna affect that or not, but in you know, in the event where you have Michael Hardman and you have a flex option open, Michael Hardman is a guy that needs to come in the game.
1: Yeah, I think Michael Hardman is one of those guys that, if you're not exactly desperate, but kind of one of those back end pulls that you can maybe plug in there and just pray that he gets a
0: touchdown. Uh, very. What, what do we always say? You know, uh, high ceiling, low floor. Yeah, because there's so banger.
1: many weapons out there that they're gonna give some to Kelsey, they're gonna give some to CH and Tyree Kill and Le'Veon Bells. Just what where does the other touches
0: go? Yeah, for sure. Uh next game is the one and six Texans playing the one and six Jaguars. I think this is a lot of players basically playing for jobs, so desperation does matter. And I think we get a lot of good performances. I think, especially with DJ Chark returning to form this week,
1: I'm going to say DJ Chark does not perform up to his normal standards. Not because I traded him, but because Gardner Minshew won't be playing. They have a rookie quarterback in the helm and yes, coming off a bye week about that coming off a bye week you know, can can get a little bit of help there, but I think the only viable starter right now on the Jaguars offense would be James Robinson. I mean, Maybe for feeling lucky, you know, maybe one of the wide receivers like Cole, but probably not shark. And I think Houston is going to have a field day against the Jaguars defense.
0: That That is my fault. Erase what I said, guys. I completely forgot that Gardner Manchu bashed in his hand again with the hammer.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, he's one of those guys that real football are not doing so well, but fantasy wise, he's putting up numbers.
0: Yeah. He's a Derek Carr quarterback for sure. Um, yeah and and i already talked about randall cobb during the um, waiver wire portion so i don't need to touch on that again uh the ravens going into indianapolis lucasola stadium to play the colts cheese why don't you start with this one here
1: i I think the ravens have kind of fallen off in terms of fantasy relevance i mean they're winning ball games they're doing they're doing it but i I think it's just going to be very hard to kind of pick and choose who you're going to start. With Mark Ingram questionable, I think J.K. Dobbins, if Mark Ingram is out, I think J.K. Dobbins is definitely a viable starter. It is a tough matchup against Indianapolis, but I think the Ravens can find touches for him. Marquise Brown, he has not been very good. He tweeted on, uh, he tweeted, you know, his basically his disgrunt. He only had one catch. It was a touchdown, luckily, but uh, he has not been very good this season. So I think it's time for Trace McSorley to take over the job of Lamar Jackson. (laughs) available Uh, in 99% of the league so you can pick him up um, right now
0: yeah he's available everywhere all right yeah no this is uh the ravens are just doing the doing the damn thing as you would say it's almost ridiculous the only guy you're starting big basically with the ravens is um mark andrews and that's because the tight ends tight end options out there are so limited the colts on the other hand this week i think is going to really tell what some of these other wide receivers are doing and what this back backfield is going to do ongoing um i'm not sure if any of them are real options or what we're doing there but it's definitely a wait and see game with the colts players for sure
1: yeah jonathan taylor dealing with something maybe that takes away his touches but i think the if you have like another, you know, a bench running back, then maybe start him. But I think for the most part, Jonathan Taylor is probably, you're going to want to run with him.
0: Exactly. Um, I'll start with this one. The bills are hosting the Seahawks. Now this is going to be an old fashioned shootout. If we ever seen one for sure, I've got, um, do we hold up? Do we know Stefan Diggs is okay for this game?
1: I haven't really heard that he wouldn't be, but I can check for you real quick.
0: Was he the one I'm thinking about, or was it John... uh, John, what's his name? John Brown. John Brown. Was it John Brown who was dealing with injuries? He's the one that's been dealing with injuries. Okay, that's my my bad. Because John Brown opens up the field for Stefan Diggs a little bit. So, as long as both of them are healthy, both of them are starts... We got all the wide receivers on Seahawks, you know, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Those guys are all starts. Uh, the running back situation, I think, is going to be Nolan Void here. We talked about Zach Moss. He seems to get the red zone touches. And we talked about DJ, um, DJ Dallas. Um, you're taking flyers on those. Those are going to be basically high ceiling players. If you need extra points, those are guys are going to start the wide receivers for sure are starts. What do you think?
1: Uh, we've seen the bills these last few weeks. We thought the jets would be a get right game. The new England be a get right game. And yeah, you know, you win those two games, new England, a little bit better than the jets. But I think that this it's almost, I wouldn't say like time to panic, but I think it's almost time to, you know, be a little worrisome right now of the, uh, the bills offense and against that Seahawks team who we know can just flat out score points. If that offense isn't up to snuff, then they're just going to get run into the building.
0: Yeah, this is, this is that week. Like, like this past week was for the Cowboys against the bad Eagles team. This is the week with the bills where if they do not put up points, uh the fantasy fantasy wise of these receivers, none of these, you know, Josh Allen's still viable, but, if nobody puts up points, you're gonna panic next week for sure. Um, all right. Next game is the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Denver Broncos. Why don't you start this one off, jeez.
1: So this one's, I think it's kind of a a weird one. I mean, Denver. They, they they win ballgames. They're able to come back against the Chargers, who are the Falcons of the West Coast. But uh, I think on Denver side, you're kind of looking more at the running backs. Phillip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon. Lindsay was able to get into the end zone. And against that Falcons defense, which has gotten better since Dan Quinn left, I think those are still kind of the surefire startable guys. And then Atlanta. Is,
0: is Melvin Gordon playing this week?
1: I have absolutely no clue. You know, just say say things and then maybe he's, let's see
0: yeah because i because i wasn't sure because last week we weren't sure if he was playing and he didn't play correct and this week well, who's out the door oh uh doordash
1: mm, what's your dinner
0: uh what's the burger place red robin yeah
1: that's that's nice
0: that's very nice. Uh, but um sorry. Uh yeah, so I Melvin Gordon is kind of Philip Lindsay. I've I drafted Philip Lindsay because I was thinking the same thing with Kareem Hunt that those guys are gonna be used more in passing. And uh he's been being he's been used
1: Gordon did went, play last week. Caught six of seven targets for 21 yards and then 26 on eight carries. So he played, but Very limited. Lindsay was was more the guy there.
0: Was the premier back. And I I would think that the Broncos are going to probably stay that way, not knowing. I I think they're going to stay that way with their game plan, not knowing what's going on with Melvin Gordon, his DUI and all this bullshit, whatever. But the Broncos only really play good against divisional matchups. So I think the Falcons will blow them out of the water. Um, Russell Gage needs to be started this week for sure
1: especially with Calvin Ridley dealing with some sort of foot injury. He might play, but we're not exactly sure. So I think Russell Gage definitely will fill into that, that two role.
0: Exactly. All right. Now we have a divisional matchup. We have the Raiders facing the Chargers. You talked about it a little bit. So why don't you elaborate a little more and talk what you think?
1: So, yeah, I said Derek Carr should have a much better game this week against the Chargers. I think the Raiders offense in general should have a good week. I think uh, Derek Carr, you know, Darren Waller, you're probably – I mean, Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs are probably for sure starter on those two guys. And then the wide receivers, I mean, Nelson Aguilar, I was kind of talking him up last week, and then he comes up and puts out a goose egg. Now I can blame well, on that the bad was, weather,
0: that but was the weather. that was definitely the weather.
1: So I think indoors, definitely the Raiders are going to be a lot more fantasy relevant than they were last week. And the Chargers, it's the Chargers. Mike Williams, I think he's a nice, another waiver pickup that you can get. He's kind of hit or miss, but. When he's when you know when he's targeted a lot, he's going to catch the ball, and more often than not, he'll score a touchdown for you.
0: I kind of think of him as the mekel Hardman of the Chargers, basically, right?
1: I, I mean, I would say I put him a little higher just because I feel Mike Williams is maybe the second or third guy, where Michael Hardman is maybe the fourth or fifth guy.
0: Maybe I'm misreading the Jeff chart. But I'm not gonna I'm, I'm, talking, out, about, I'm yeah. talking
1: about I'm not terms I'm not talking about wide receivers, I'm talking more about pass catchers because they have Hill, oh oh that's Kelsey, right. yes, CH yeah, CH and all those
0: guys. Yeah, yeah. C you gotta remember they use C H and lebell and stuff like that. You you are very much correct. I apologize for that. I was very confused. I didn't explain uh, my
1: point properly.
0: This this should be a fantasy relevant game all across the board. Uh I look for Henry Ruggs to return to form for what people picked him up at the beginning of the year as on this matchup. So that's, that's the one I'm looking at next is the Steelers facing the Cowboys. And we talked about the Cowboys early. So why don't you, who you're only
1: starting Ezekiel Elliott. And
0: that's with the hope and a prayer. He falls in the end zone. Now, what do we think? Because I'm a, I, this is where I'm iffy because the Steelers, the games they play, they do just enough to win, but the Cowboys are so bad that, they The Steelers might accidentally fall into more points. So, like, I, I don't think it's going to be, like, four-touchdown day from Mapletron. I don't think Deontay Johnson is going to go off for two touchdowns. But I really think James Conner could go off for, like, three or four. I don't know if you agree. What do you think?
1: We're seeing with that Pittsburgh offense, the wide receiver core, that they have – kind of too many options because we were talking about Juju earlier where he wasn't getting touches. And now I didn't even,
0: I didn't even mention him in in my uh, rundown. That's great. And and
1: now it's kind of like Juju got some touches. He's looking good. And now it's Deontay Johnson who's kind of fallen off a little bit. So I think right now it's, you know, two of the three, I think wide receivers (laughs) for the Steelers are going to be viable, but it's just kind of, you got to pick and choose and hope your guy is the guy.
0: Yeah. I was just like, Thinking that they were gonna get up big early and just try and run the ball out. That's why I was thinking James Conner and even uh, what's the backup's name over there? Benny ben- Snell. Benny Snell. I always remember him by the spinner mouthpiece. Um. Anyways, the Dolphins off a of two a start going to face the Cardinals. Two young quarterbacks, two active quarterbacks. Uh. Why don't you start with this one, Jeez.
1: That Miami Rams game was such a weird game that you couldn't really get too much of a gauge on what Tua could actually do. He didn't throw it too much. I think he maybe threw it 12 times, but I think going up against Arizona, he, I mean, Arizona's defense, I think it is underrated a tad bit, but I don't think it's as good as the Rams defense. So I think you're going to see a little bit more from Tua, but then also you're going to see, uh, miles Gaskin just went down. So you're going to have to look for the, uh, the backup there. So Matt Breida, Matt Matt Breida. So Matt Breida is going to be the guy over there. So, Uh, Devontae Parker you know he's kind of fallen off a little bit Mike Gusecki especially he's fallen off and with the rookie quarterback he might not be a viable tight end at the moment but uh, I I think this is more kind of Arizona is going to do their thing and we're kind of looking at the prospects of what Tua can do
0: uh no so what I'm basically thinking from this game is that because of the way the Rams play the Dolphins was very lackadaisical I would say at best they let that dolphin. The Dolphins' defense is sneaky good, and they scored a bunch of points. I think that um, the Cardinals are going to go into the tape room. They're going to study the tape. they are going to have a good game plan. And it's Chase gonna- Edmonds,
1: Chase Edmonds, taken over, and he might not have to give that starting job back to Kenny Drake.
0: Exactly. I think that the Cardinals don't make any mistakes, and they're able to score. They don't make the same mistakes that Jared Goff and Sean McVay made. So I think it should be a high-scoring game. And I think we get a lot more Tua than we did last week. We tried to tell Tyler, but he didn't listen. And we see what happened with that.
1: He got too cute, and he started Tua over uh, Matthew Stafford. In the other league, but uh, Tyler not having a good week last week, but it's okay.
0: Uh, Yeah, in the other league. Excuse me. Sorry. I... I, I, uh... I got so many of them, I get fucking mixed up all the time. Anyways, next game is a divisional matchup. We've got the Saints going at to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. Buccaneers off of a, I would say, humiliating game, even though they won against the Giants. The offense did not click um, like they had before. But I think it doesn't matter. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will have a better game plan. I think Rob Gronkowski needs to be a starter. I think that – do we know if Antonio Brown's going to start this week?
1: I believe he is activated. Bruce Arians has kind of been a little bullish on whether he's going to get, you know, 10 snaps or 50
0: snaps. We don't exactly know. So, look, everybody, we're recording this on Tuesday. If you are one of those guys who went out and picked up Antonio Brown – I want you to do your research and find out what Antonio Brown has been doing at practices during the week. If it all looks positive and there's a lot of upside, he's a starter. Because we've seen it when he went to New England last year. Last year? Yes. After after uh, leaving the Raiders, Tom Brady loved throwing to him. They hit him up a bunch. So I think he should be a starter. And the Saints? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, they had a Week One matchup, so it's kind of hard to really decipher what's going to happen in this game because that was Week One with Tom Brady with COVID and everything. But uh, Michael Thomas, who the hell knows what's going on with him? But uh, I I think with Antonio Brown, I'm gonna I have a little more of a wait and see approach because you know we don't exactly know what's going to go on. If you're desperate, if you kind of want a flyer, go for Antonio Brown. But that is kind of a, a tougher. New Orleans defense so but they have so many weapons then maybe Antonio Brown they kind of just leave him to do his thing and he got off
0: yeah you got to remember he's he's going off the other side of the ball is Mike Evans so we're gonna leave Mike Evans open I don't know about that or or sorry not open but single coverage I think you're gonna still leave the double coverage with the safety over the top on Mike Evans and if Antonio Brown plays that opens it up a lot that, that that's all i'm saying i so. think
1: antonio brown has a better shot at scoring like a 40 yard touchdown compared to mike evans and gronk who are more likely to score the 5 10 yard red zone touchdowns
0: for sure I, well i think gronk's gonna get worked up and down the field every week he just looks more fit and more fit like i told you he was going to but somebody disagreed with me
1: how's josh allen doing
0: <laughs> josh allen actually does good Last week was bad. I was in a predict- I was in such a predicament. All right, so I'm gonna take a little, 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 veer off the road. We're gonna veer off the road in just a bit. This week, I have so I have Josh Allen and Cam Newton in the league that I that I have Josh Allen as my main quarterback. And I was in such a predicament. Who do I start? They're playing each other. Who do I think's got the upside? This and that. And they literally scored like two points off of each other wasn't even that bad josh allen still puts up the numbers all right but he's not the top five guy that he was at the beginning
1: which i will admit you know you draft him very high with the high up with you know you had very high expectations
0: he was pretty good but he'll falling get off, back there, he'll, falling get off back a little there. Bit. he'll get back there don't worry about it and uh if you don't have anything else on that game we'll go to monday night the Patriots versus the Jets. Now I'm gonna veer off again. Why do they keep putting these fucking primetime games being the shittiest games of all time? Nobody wants to watch this.
1: I think we're seeing now Sunday night is the the, the real game. That's the
0: game that matters. But Monday. even but even last week was the Sunday night game was fucking Cowboys against the goddamn Eagles. It was terrible. If Dak Prescott was the
1: quarterback, it would have been a much better game.
0: I mean flex it out, honestly, flex it out. They can do that. The NFL has the option to do that. But anyways, I digress. The Patriots Jets fantasy, this is points of doinks. What do we got fantasy-wise?
1: I think fantasy-wise this is a, a tough one because it's the Monday night game. Maybe you're looking at injuries and I don't think either one of these teams really is worth, you know, the wait and have the headache of on Monday trying to scramble and try to find a backup. But I I keep saying it Jameson Crowder, when he plays, he's really good. Now, New England, we kind of still are are like, okay, it's a good defense because of the namesake, but I think uh, New England can be had. I think Michael P. Ryan, you know, he's all right, but I think Crowder on the Jets, the only real guy, and then on the Patriots side, another kind of crapshoot where none of, I mean, I think both these teams, it's kind of like there's other options out there. You don't need someone in this game.
0: Well, I talked about Damian Harris. Damian Harris should be a flex option in a waiver wire pickup for sure. Uh, Cam Newton for sure. Cam Newton, if you have him, if you're depending on what your start, what your, because nobody's holding Cam Newton as their number one quarterback. He is definitely the second quarterback option. In most people's leagues. Um, If your first quarterback has a bad matchup, then this, then go ahead and start Cam Newton. You're cool. You're cool with that. And Sam Darnold too, I think, honestly, if he is your second option and your first option has a bad matchup or a buy, you're fine with Sam Darnold. I think this is going to work out for everybody, but the receivers, it's going to be, the ball's going to be spread a lot around. So there's not one singular receiver I'm going to see doing anything. Yeah.
1: Not, not the prettiest matchup fantasy wise or in real football
0: yeah it's gonna be a bad game to watch i'm not i I don't even i'm gonna watch it because i have to but fuck all right well we made it through the slate of uh next week's games i forgot to ask if you had any questions i'm assuming it's a no
1: i would not have any questions but last week i guess i did have questions but i don't know how instagram works and so i kind of was assuming i was gonna like get this notification but i didn't but then i did and then (laughs) basically it was just dominic he tro- he was just trolling tyler
0: that's oh, okay all right cool yeah i don't care man oh man all right well you have anything to wrap this up on buddy
1: 0.1 points
0: was say. that was that the final spread in that uh in tyler dominic matchup Hmm. that's so ridiculous hey not a tie though I've tied so that's ridiculous let's just said that word twice all right I gotta get I gotta get off of this thing all right okay bye all right have a good week in fantasy guys